Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hey, welcome everyone to another Suds podcast episode, where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and with me today at the table is good old boy Dave. Dave's not here! Oh, Reverend Mark, does that mean it's just me and you? I think it might be. Yes! If we're lucky. <laughs> and also, Not really, Dave. We love you. We love you. <laughs> and also, joining at the table is good old boy Reverend Mark. Hello, everyone. So good to be here with some good beer. Ain't that the truth. Today, we're going to be tasting and discussing beers from the wonderful Von Trapp Brewery in Stowe, Vermont. But first, this episode is brought to you by the law office of Scratcher J. Scratcherton. Are you a kitty? Do you need an attorney? Contact the law office of Scratcher J. Scratcherton. Scratcher J. Scratcherton, attorney at law. She'll fight for her clients and give it injustice the claw. Scratcher's Day Scratcherton is not licensed to practice law in any of the 50 states. So, the Von Trapp beers we'll be discussing today are... <clears throat> I had to get out of my uh, Scratcher's voice. Uh, Hoppy Marzen, Trusten Lager, Bohemian Pilsner, and Vienna Style Lager. We will be rating these beers today from one to five, <clears throat> with one being. <clears throat> Hold on, I actually hurt myself doing that. <laughs> wow! And five is amazing. All right, sounds good. Are you feeling a little bit better there? No, for I, me? I threw something out of whack. Oh, do we need to pop your lung back in? Hold on, let me have some beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cure for everything. Oh, so, God. all right, let's get to the first beer. Let's talk about the Hoppy Marzen. Yay. Yay. <laughs> okay, so this one is a 6.4% ABV, 40 IBU, amber lager that's dry hop with copious amounts of Hulmelin hops, Mandarina Bavarian hops, with notes of melon and citrus, give this Marzen a beautiful aroma while not being overly bitter. Okay, so first of all... Man, I don't know about this beer. Uh, listen, I'm glad we're getting it out of the way first because, <clears throat> you know, I think everyone knows, everyone who's heard of Von Trapp knows Von Trapp, knows how to, you know, brew some, some good beers. But uh, this one, I feel like they... Maybe they were trying to pretend to be another Stowe, Vermont brewery. Hmm. Who could that be? I'm not going to say a hmm. name, Alchemist. But anyways, <laughs> so I think they were, I think Reverend Mark put it very well when he said that they were trying to appeal to the New England IPA crowd. Yeah, even though it doesn't have that, you know, cloudy, murky, <laughs> uh, hoppy, uh, Turbid, yeah, turbid, a turbid, you know, um, um, kind of a, a luster to it. It's a very clear beer. It's in some ways, it's more like a West Coast IPA, but I yeah. think still, they they are appealing to those who are, you know, wanting a little bit more on their uh, backside of their palate. Uh, so I don't know. I guess I understand uh, the need they must have had to infuse. Yeah, an otherwise unsuspecting Marzen. I think maybe uh, if they were with, less copious, with less the hops. copious. Yeah, 
You know, maybe yeah. that would have been different. You yeah, know? just just dial it down a little. I mean, the thing is, is okay. So the color is a little bit light for what I remember is what Mars is like. Don't they tend to be a little bit more on the coppery? The more amber. They're an amber. It's yeah, an amber it is bottom. an amber. Ale. Yeah, okay. and this is a little bit more uh, a light pale. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. this is this, this is lighter. So a, I mean, maybe they didn't put as much malt in the beer to, you know, because they were concerned about hop, but. The malt background that I get on this is nice, though. I mean, it started off as a really, really good classic style lager, mm-hmm. except that I think it's just the finish that bothers me. Okay, yeah. the 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 hoppiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you um, think? So about? yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I I think I think hops are hops are hops. I mean, they all uh, offer you know, something to linger with if that's what you're you know wanting to savor i think tonight especially since we're looking at lagers i'm just kind of you know into a multi mood so it's not quite there for me yeah you don't want to linger yeah no no linger okay no linger so what did we rate this beer i touched myself to tom brady (laughs) except that kind of lingering i'm sorry Wow, that's that was weird. spontaneous. That was very spontaneous. Yes. What did we rate this beer? We rated Hoppy Marzen a Suds rating of three. Cool. All right, moving on to the next one. Um, I think we should talk about the Trostin. I touched block. myself to Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I, that was wow an accident. Are you having flashbacks of the Super Bowl or something? I, maybe I can't control my buttons. Okay. <laughs> That might be it. That might be it. That's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Tristan Lager is a 6% um, ABV beer with a whopping 19 IBUs, which is, Woo! I know, it's exciting. Um, so Tristan translates to comfort beer. It's a dark lager in which it is a glorious dark lager with rich notes of chestnut and toast Carafin smoked malts create rich flavors lingering on a surprisingly light, smooth finish. Brewed for cold winter nights in Vermont, but can be enjoyed on any occasion. So, would you say this is a good lager base? Yeah, I would say that the lager is definitely there. I think, though, that it is not your classic, of course, Swartz beer, you know, Mm -hmm. the black lager that's just pure malt and it just happens to be um you know colorized a little bit with yeah. uh, with a black malt this definitely has roasted malt you know uh layering to the flavor some chocolate a little bit of biscuit so you know it kind of adds to a lager that would otherwise kind of break clean on the palate sure. which is fine i mean they're going for something that's a little bit more chewy and a little bit more kind of a cold weather. It's kind of a dessert, desserty kind of beer too. Mm-hmm. You know, to me mm-hmm. that that sweetness right in the middle, kind of a nutty, sweet, um, nutty, sweet chocolate nut. Yep, sweet. yep, hazelnut sure. almost, but hazelnut. not, but not quite that. You know, intense. Not Nutella. It's not no, Nutella. No, no, no. Everybody. no. Okay, we're no. not saying it's Nutella. It's not that decadent, but. I I really enjoy this because a I like dark beers I like smoked malt and this had everything for me, you know it yeah. was it was thicker it was chewy, 
Um, it was very approachable. Obviously, it's not really hoppy, so the the malt bill is is just shining. And I really liked. I I'd love to know what their smoke malt is that they used in this because it's not overpowering. It's just sort of there in the background at the end, and it's just to me it gives me a nice finish. But then again, for a darker beer, like I would like this, and I could see myself um, after skiing, you know, hanging out by the fire and having a couple to 20 of these or something like that. I could see that, but I, <laughs> I, I disagree with the premise that it is good for every occasion. Like oh. This is not a beer that you would drink, you know, after, you know, mowing the yard or, you know, uh, you know, out swimming in the swimming in the fishing hole or fishing in the swimming hole. Whatever. I don't I even know what I'm saying. It's not a warm weather beer to me, right? Yeah, or, you know, if you're, you know, two in the afternoon on a July at the ballpark sitting on aluminum, uh, you know, yeah. set of bleachers or something. No, you wouldn't want this. You know, you'd be pounding a Trostin lager at the Little League game. Yeah. <laughs> if you're running around the mountains of Austria, you know, singing with uh, Judy Garland or whoever that lady was. Julie Andrews? Julie Andrews. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah Julie, I got that part right. <laughs> wow. You know. She wasn't fly. She was flying over the Alps, yeah. not the rainbow. If you're in the Alps, you know, <laughs> up near the top of the Alps, you probably dig one of these. But you're down in the valley of the Alps where it's warm, nah, it's probably not so much. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's why Von Trapp hasn't come down to Tennessee yet, come or off the, the South. Yeah. <laughs> what uh what did we rate this beer, Julie? We rated this beer a three. No, we didn't. We rated it a four. Oh. Did we rate it a four? Oh. Okay, good. <laughs> wow, we really well. got this show together, didn't we? Yeah, right. I guess we have. But First that makes question. me feel even better since I really liked it. That's right. Okay. Well, it's a four leaning to a three or a three leaning toward a four. That's right. Yeah. Three and three quarters. Beer and sports. Sports and beer. They just go together. When we've been drinking good beer, we like to bet on sports. And while that sometimes results in questionable decisions, using a trustworthy sports book is always a good decision. That's why you should check out my bookie. They've been in business for years, have great customer reviews, and offer an easy-to-navigate mobile site. Most importantly, when you win, they pay. No matter your experience level, they've got something for everyone, including in-game live betting. For you fantasy fans, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. We've partnered with MyBookie for an exclusive listener offer. Join MyBookie today and use our special promo code SSS to get your first deposit matched, dollar for dollar, up to $1,000. That promo code again is SSS to get up to $1,000 in matching funds for your first deposit to MyBookie. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot com, promo code SSS. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Hey everyone, welcome back. So we're in the middle Thanks. of doing. Oh, you weren't talking to me, were you? No, I was talking to the listeners. There's listeners. I think that's a pretty broad assumption. There's a couple listeners. I'm listening. See, there's <laughs> listeners. Well, that's one. 
<laughs> I think Scratchers is listening. Well, I stopped listening a while back. Oh, whatever. Okay, so we're discussing um, a couple of beers, actually four beers, from Von Trapp Brewery in Stowe, Vermont. And now we get to the Pilsner. But wait. Mm. But what? Before we talk about that, the Von Trapp name. Not everybody knows what Von Trapp's from. Well, please tell us what Von Trapp, where Von well, Trapp I don't know. I was, I'm one of the people that doesn't know. The hills are alive with the sound of... Belching? Yes. In Austria. Sure. Austrian belching. Yes. Like Austrian. bratwurst? That might be a little so German. So the sound of... <laughs> well, they eat them. Well, I don't know any Austrian food. I, you tricked me. Uh, sorry, buddy. Yeah. So the sound of music, right, was written about... The Von Trapp family. Who did what? Sang. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd like to know more about the sound <laughs> of music of the Von Trapp family, please go to Wikipedia, as we obviously did okay, not do. Okay, but we are not here to discuss that. We're well, but the people the who run the Von Trapp brewery are descended of the Von Trapp family. They are. Okay, yes. cool. Now you can talk about the Pilsner. Okay. I had to get some history in. I'm, I try okay. to make every show a little educational. Interesting. I'm, I'm about knowledge. You're and a sharing knowledge. Yes. Okay. Very good. So anyways, this Bohemian Pilsner, and we're going to get to the word Bohemian in a minute. Um, this is a 5.4% ABV beer with 42 IBUs. It's a two-time award-winning Pilsner. Um, that won silver in 2015 at that wonderful GABF, Woo-hoo. Great American Beer Festival, and the Great International Beer Festival. It has a spicy... <laughs> it has a spicy citrus peel, botanical kind of feel with a dry peppery finish to create a truly thirst-quenching lager, a beer that demands you to take more than one sip. Okay, so our resident beer-style king, Reverend Mark, mm, do yeah. explain the bohemian-ness purified. of a Pilsner. Well, of course, the Pilsner came, of course, from Pilsen, so the you know the original, you might say the first, was more of a Czech Pils, which I tend to prefer if I'm offered both, but, you know, this is still a very, very fine Pilsner. Um, what I think distinguishes the Bohemian from the Czech uh, is a, a slightly m- more of a, of a, of a richer malt uh, kind of middle um, mm. that, you know, you, 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 when you take it, when you take it in, you, you have a, you have a little bit more of a, Kind of a Munich uh, type of malt sweetness, a little bit more uh, of uh, of a peppery hopping regiment. You have saws and pearl that are that are definitely kicking in on this particular one. Um, the 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 Czech pills too. You know, every beer is known for the quality or the kind of water uh, from you know the region out of which it is uh, brewed and derived. So. I think that the, the, the Czech also has, you know, for me at least, you know, more of a, uh, kind of a, a chalky minerally aspect to it. A lot of Is times it? when I will, when yeah. I will brew a Czech, a Czech pills, I'll actually start out with, um, 
distilled water and then build build yeah, it doctor it up a little bit mm-hmm. isn't that why they actually invented the pilsner because the darker beers and stuff they were making didn't taste right because of their water profile so they yeah finally figured out how to match a beer style that would taste right with their the way their water minerality or whatever it was I think absolutely. And, you know, that's same has been true with, you know, with waters, you know, like with the, uh, uh, the Belgian wit, for instance. Well, think about, you know, the, you know, the pure, uh, pure water of the Rockies. You know, I mean, that's, oh, I probably shouldn't bring that up. Sorry. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So So, thank you for that. Yeah. But tell us how you like this bohemian. Pilsner Rev Mark. Yeah, you know, I'm, I think it, it's a it's a really clean malt. Uh, it does suggest, I think, overall a good level of of attenuation. Um, you know, it, no real heavy malt uh, presence there, but just enough to let you know that it was derived from probably a very good uh, four malted uh, Pilsner. Um, I think that. Uh, you know, for me at least, as it as it finishes, it finishes with just a, a little bit of a bite, but not a hoppy bitter bite, but just kind of a uh, a spice hop type yeah. bite. Gotcha. Yeah, this I is, agree. Yeah, this has got a nice pepperiness to it. But I like the uh, like I love I, I really do like Czech pilsners because um, they're just kind of straight through mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i do like this one too I, I like the bohemians because they they do have that little kind of round belly of sweetness right mm-hmm. in the middle right mm-hmm. like me exactly you could be a bohemian before in the crisp finish uh, yes. i don't know that sounded dirty so i'm not gonna talk about that anymore anyway julie how did you like it i thought it was very enjoyable and if a pilsner is done right it's the to me this is a perfect all year weather type of beer style to drink this is the all the time beer this is it really is um because you can have this in the winter and you can certainly have this in the spring summer you know, fall. Absolutely, it's not. It's it's not too hoppy. It's not too malty. It's very easy going down and very enjoyable. I really, really enjoyed this beer. One hundred percent. Yeah. And what did we rate this? Well, we gave this beer a three. And now we're saving the best for last. Faux show. Yes, the Ooh. Vienna style lager. So this Vienna style lager is 5.2% ABV with 33 IBUs. It is named for the city that created this style. It's an amber lager that is malt forward with a grassy, crackery hop aroma. I like that phrase, crackery hop aroma. A classic blend of German malts and hops develop lingering flavors of biscuit and caramel on the finish. And may I say, first of all, Vienna lagers are very underrated beer styles. Okay. Yes. If it is, and if it is done well, it is absolutely stunning. And this is such, I I just love it. This is an amazing beer. Yes. It really, really is. Um, I mean, it's just the right amount of sweetness and it, and it leaves you, you know, it doesn't linger on the palate too long. I think it's a really solid beer. I think Vienna is known for loggers and sausages. So 
kudos to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. It's very light and l- luscious. Absolutely. Yes, very light and luscious. And just very true to style, very classic. And I got cereal malt in this, which was a really cool flavor. But just, yeah, it's a really good beer. And I got a little bit of just kind of a golden delicious apple aspect. I mean, just a little bit of kind of an apple or a light from that, fruit. From that lager. Uh-huh. Just a little and, bit. And, yeah. and even honey. But, you know, just yeah. not... Just, not sweet honey, just but enough. just yeah, just an essence of it. That's the cool thing. All the flavors are there, but they're so delicate and well done. Yeah. What did we uh, rate this beer, Julie? This one we rated a four. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch more episodes online, including our weekly regular show, our regular weekly show. I'd like to thank my co-host for being here today. Good old boy, Dave. Hey, thanks, everybody. Follow me on Instagram for my 60-second beer reviews, at good old boy, Dave. Good old boy, Reverend Mark. It's so good to be with you tonight and every night to come. This is good old gal, Juliana. Keep on chuggling, and we'll see you next time. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.